We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CVTPFL. It's Monday, it's August 21st, it is 2023. We have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, hope you had a fantastic weekend, my friend. It was just okay, man. I, I didn't I didn't reach my profit level levels that I wanted to reach, but that's okay. I did kind of start getting into some preseason and uh, so I'm kind of starting to get prepared for football. Still loving baseball. I know we're in the dog days of baseball, and some people are like, oh, baseball's getting on my nerves now. I'm still enjoying it. Still one of my, my favorite DFS sports, picking sports. But, you know, if I'm going to be prepared, I know I have to look at some football stuff to get ready. And so I have been doing that, getting involved in, uh, in preseason, just, you know, just to kind of get the whistle wet, if you will. So I am uh, – I'm just glad to come on, man. The industry continues to thrive, and I want to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, um, we. I feel like so. I, I'm part of the crew that helps um, that runs the Rotor Grinders XM hosting spot. So, um, if you didn't know, Rotor Grinders on XM Saturday and Sunday nights, um, Fantasy Sports Radio. But so we have been talking NFL for for months now. I feel like uh, between best ball. And um, answer people's questions and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I'm very, very ready for the season to be here. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, very ready. Glad the baseball's back. Um, decent NASCAR weekend. Good Xfinity race. Um, as far as profit, and then I had I profited in the Cup race. It wasn't a lot, but uh, looking at like my percentages and ownership, I probably should have lost money. Um, so <laughs> you'll take it. You'll take, take it. it. I'll take it. William Byron yeah. saved my butt. Um, was very high on him, and yeah, had had enough exposure to Byron that it worked out. But yeah, that's the, that's the crazy thing about like having ma- kind of massive exposure to to a guy. Like one guy can literally save your butt, man. It's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Got Daytona. 
coming up this week for NASCAR. Very excited about that. Daytona week, um, yeah. last week of the regular season for the Cup Series. So it uh, should be wild. So I'll be excited to be back in Daytona yes, sir. Um, for the race. But uh, eight baseball games. Nice little Monday slate here. Uh, hope everybody on the West Coast is doing well. Um, and hope this storm is not, um, man, storm and all kinds of stuff going on in L.A. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thoughts and prayers and hopefully everything is good. So, uh, what's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic Sunday night. Yeah, it's Sunday night. Um, am I going to Daytona? Yes, I'll be at the track. So, if you're going to be in the fan zone at Daytona, um, I typically don't go up into the stands. But if you're going to be in the fan zone, feel free to hit me up on Twitter if you want to say hi. I'll gladly meet anybody. Love talking to the people that play fantasy. So, all right, Will, we get started here. St. Louis Cardinals at Pittsburgh. No total in this game. Um, it sounds like Drew Rome will get uh, his Major League debut here. I think it's his Major League debut. Um, I don't think he started in the majors or played in the majors yet, but sounds like he's going to get the, the start here going up against Faulkner. Um, any interest in Drew Rome? I don't know what the leash is. I think I'm just going to need to do some digging. Like, I know he was part of the trade with um, with Flaherty. So, I, I know that was a part of it. And I know he's been in AAA. Like, at, at 4K, if they're saying he's going to get, you know. He's stretched out. I know, but I'm saying, like, if, if they're actually saying they're going to give him 80-ish pitches. You know what I'm saying? Like in his first start, if, if that's the case, I'll consider it against Pittsburgh. Um, but that's kind of where I am. I, I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. It's just he's 4K. I don't mind. And this would be mass multi-entry only. Like definitely not single entry. Definitely not three entry max. Like he's not on that radar at all. I don't even think I'd have him in 20 entry max, Stevie, for what it's worth. But for 150 max, I'd probably have a sprinkle. Yeah, I mean, the price is definitely um... – appealing here so i get i get the appeal of the price i like the matchup left-handed pitching against this team um here i was trying to like find some like data out on him as far as like his prospect rankings and stuff um yeah. and couldn't find anything so i don't know if he's like a big prospect or anything like that uh like, like i said i I couldn't find anything on him as far as prospect on fan graphs. He grades out as like a, a below average fastball, average command, average slider. Um, I will say like in AAA this season with Baltimore, he has, I mean, he's definitely averaged over a strikeout per inning. He's had some upside as far as strikeouts. He doesn't have like a huge swinging strike rate, which is a little concerning. So he's Rich Hill basically. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. now if he's Rich Hill, I think he'll enjoy his career, honestly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> overall, they have a few guys here, right? They they have Connor Joe, they have Hayes, they have McCutcheon, they have some decent left-handed hitters um, or right-handed hitters against left-handed pitching. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you're playing him, it's more of you're just playing a 4K pitcher and you're hoping. Yeah, that's it. And, like, I think he, if he's pitching well, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes 80-plus pitches here. Like, he's he's fully stretched out. Um, other side of this game, we have Bailey Faulkner 
Um, any interest here in Faulkner? No. Falter. Um, yeah, I mean, Cardinals, <laughs> as much as they, like, sold at the deadline, I mean, they still have a lot of right-handed power in the lineup. Yeah. Goldschmidt, Arnado, Contreras, Walker. Um, Luke and Baker is up with the team right now. So a lot of upside uh, left-handed against left-handed pitching right now for St. Louis. I don't have any interest in um, Falter either. Uh, let's talk some St. Louis bats, though. I, I oh, do yes. – I do have some interest here. Uh, Win at 2,500 at shortstop. I think he should crack the lineup here. Um, Luke and Baker, like I said, he is up with the big league club right now. Um, I will say I, I hate that we can't play him and Goldschmidt together. I would definitely prefer Goldie. But, yeah, I mean, Goldie, Arnados, uh, Contreras is top of the list. Um, and then you got O'Neill, Walker, and, you know, these cheap guys. Yeah, man, uh, these guys really let me down last week. Um, against Lucchese. Just, I mean, oh, just pooped all on my head, Stevie. But I'm going right back. I'm still going right back to my boy Tommy Edmond. I'm still going right back to my boy Arenado. Like, you know, Arenado, the ISO's there. The K-rate's still around 14% against against uh, left-handed pitching. I just, I can't avoid those type numbers, Stevie. Even when they're not scoring runs, the data suggests that they're, they're good enough to hit, to you know, put some tags on a left-handed pitcher that's not elite. And so I, I'm in on this offense. I, I'll, I'll be right back to the well. I agree with Richie. Richie says, St. Louis always disappoints when I play them. St. Louis, the Padres, those two teams, I haven't been able to get right all year, Stevie. Like every time <laughs> they're in the spot of all spots, they score like two runs. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you got to love it, right? Uh... Yeah. Oh, gotta love it. Boston's on that list for me too. Boston right? is on that list. Oh my gosh! There, Jesus. They, yeah. Oh man. Let's uh, let's talk Pittsburgh, right? Uh, yeah. Below below average strikeout pitcher, or I mean fastball, um, decent strikeout stuff in the minors, but like his swinging strike rate definitely worries me in the majors. Um, he's not generating swinging strikes in the minors. He's likely not going to do it in the majors. So. I mean, I have some interest here in McCutcheon, Hayes, Joe, um, Andy Rodriguez. I mean, really any of these right-handed line hitters that crack the lineup here. Reynolds doesn't have a ton of power against lefties, but he's good against lefties as well. So um, this might be a little, like, mini game stack for me. Yeah, I like this spot, Stephen. You know, I, I kind of have a another one of my interesting hard fast rules outside of kind of just not playing cores. Call up, come into the majors, young pitcher. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. I always want to run at least a couple of low stacks against him, right? Just in case he gets himself into some early troubles. And, uh, you know, it's later in the season. My assumption is they're at least going to try to give him an opportunity to get through this game efficiently. I I want to have a couple Pittsburgh stacks on deck just in case, you know, uh, Mr. Rom here gets himself into some serious trouble. So I'm not saying Pittsburgh's elite, but they are cheap. I can still get really good pitching in and, and stack a couple of these guys with them, especially McCutcheon. Uh, he's on my list today for sure. Yeah. Um, even if you don't want to stack, like any of these right-handed guys that crack the lineup should be um, in play today. <laughs> I know. I, I I know. Pirates one hit versus Keiko. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. So. Yeah. That's why we like the 4K pitcher. Um, you know, going back to that conversation, that's why we like the 4K pitcher. So, 
<laughs> All right, moving on. We got the Mets and the Braves. No total in this game. Um, it sounds like Allen Winnens is going to pitch for Atlanta today. And that's, we just, I mean, everything has, I've read says he's going to be recalled and pitching yeah. this one. Why has this been good for us? Just coming up pitching. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, Peterson on the other side of this game. Uh, we start with the visiting team. Any interest in Peterson? Oh, no. Not at all. You think Atlanta's good or something? <laughs> Man. Jeez. Yeah. Like well, Peterson, they, Peterson. Their bad too, days like, are four runs. That, that is, that's yeah. been their bad days. I mean, Peterson's shown some strikeout ability. Don't get me wrong. Um, but one, he's not going terribly deep into games. And, like, his command has just been awful. Um, you struggle with command against, like, a team like Atlanta. You might not make it out of the third inning. Um, he so. might not. He hasn't. He hasn't made it past four innings since coming back. For what it's oh. worth. All right. Well, I'll, if you struggle with a command against a team like Atlanta, you might not make it out of the second inning. Oh, now, oh what do you gosh. got? I agree. <laughs> um, let's talk, Allen uh, Winnens here. Seventy-five hundred. Will um, pitch fantastic against the Mets. How about eight, nine days ago? Um, just absolutely crush them, really. Do you have any interest here? So, Stevie, here's what I have interest in. They let him go 111 pitches. Now, part of that is probably because he was just rolling, right? Like, that's what I think happened. But, Stevie, it was 21 to 3 that game. I, it's not going to be 21 to 3 this game. And that was in City Field. I, at 7,500, I think I have some interest. I'm not expecting 23 fantasy points. I'm really just expecting 15 between 15 and 20, and I'm I'm fine with that. Like I'm, we're not looking for that repeat performance. It's not happening. I can tell you that right now. But allowing him to go to 111 pitches, they gave him you know obviously a couple of extra days rest. Like this does have me intrigued, even though they've seen him recently. Yeah, I really like his pitch mix for what it's worth. He is a guy that throws like a sinker change-up slider um, and barely uses his fastball from everything I've read. So that's – I mean, I like that pitch mix. It's a very interesting pick, pitch mix. Um, if I sound tired, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you, you Sunday know night he, podcasts are tough for me. You, um, you know who he might be like or maybe, maybe a better version of? Um, Marcus Stroman. Like think about Stroman. Stroman throws fastball a lot either. And so if, if he's throwing sinker, slider, changeup, it's probably going to, you know, continue to generate ground balls and keep the guys off off, off center. I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I like it. Uh, as far as the Mets bats are concerned, I mean, you can, you can play Alonzo against anybody. Um, Alonzo Lindor. I don't have a ton of interest in the Mets today, but, I mean, they did just face this guy. So if you wanted to make a med stack, I wouldn't sit here and talk you off of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind a one-off Lindor, a one-off uh, Alonzo, maybe a one-off Alvarez, but oh no, I'm I am not playing the Mets today. Yeah, overall, I mean, this guy is not like a top ten prospect or anything. He's he grades out as I mean, potentially a slightly above average pitcher. Um, Atlanta bats against Peterson. Uh, I mean, this is definitely a stack that I am on and very interested in today. 
Man, Stevie, once again, the, the the big bats of Atlanta show up on a slate against another weak pitcher, and I think we have to have have some interest here. Um, I so I, I'm in on it. Like Harris is going to be back. He was out of the lineup Sunday, uh, but <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I'm I'm in on this lineup big time. I think we can find ways to fit them in. We talked about our cheap. 4K uh, pitcher already. That's another viable avenue. And I'm not saying we need to load up on him, but um, he still gives us an avenue uh, to be able to pick him up. I do have another cheap pitcher today that that I really like, Steve. I, mean, I really like him in this spot. Um, we'll get to him soon. But I, I think we can fit Atlanta in and we need to do it today. Yeah, I mean, if Harris is back in there with the foot or if they give him a day off, um, we could potentially get a value bat in this lineup. But, I mean, don't be afraid to go lefty-lefty in this matchup. Um, no issues playing the lefties here. So, Steve, I, I got to give our boy Richie a shout-out. Like, this is this is low-key hilarious. He says, any relation to BB or CC Winans? Talk, talking about the Winans pitcher from Atlanta. That's so hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Low-key, low very funny. Richie, yeah. gold star. Gold star. You got, you got Will. He was chuckling over here. I was like, what is he chuckling at? And I had to look at chat. I was like, oh, okay. That <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> um, All right. Seattle at Chicago. Ooh, baby. Taken on the White Sox. Eight and a half total in this game. The Mariners, a 175 favorite. We have Castillo and Tuki Toussaint. Uh, any interest here in Castillo at 10-3? I have some today um, facing the White Sox. Should be able to pick up some strikeouts. I know he – I mean, Stevie gave up nine hits against Kansas City. I'm going to overlook that. Every pitcher is going to get touched up or later in the season. But this is a matchup that he can get the job done at 10-3. I'm in on it. Yeah, White Sox coming off of a series in course too, whether you like that oh, or yeah. you don't like it. Um, the change of elevation is always something that – is there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Castillo. I played him a lot um, in that start uh, against Kansas City and ate it a little bit, but I'm definitely going back to the well. He's been pitching great. Um, he had a bad start. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. right, right back to the well in Luis Castillo today. I think this is a great spot for him. Uh, Tuki Toussaint on the other side here, 7-5. Any interest in him against Seattle? I got plenty outside of Mr. Rodriguez, who's just hitting everything right now, Stevie. I'm sure you've seen it. Hit, I mean, hit, gosh, man, to total bases, I think, over the past few games. I, I, I don't know. It's just – it's it's stupid. But outside of Julio, I still think there's strikeouts in this lineup. Tuki Toussaint has been able to get strikeouts. Had a – had let's, let's call it a rough game the other day, you know, only six fantasy points, but faced the Cubs team that, once again, has been hitting well. He walked too many guys. Steve, he walked five guys in that game. He's walked five guys in back-to-back -back games. So that that's very concerning. But what's not concerning, I don't think, is whether or not the strikeouts are in the Seattle lineup. They're there. We just need him to not get touched up. If he can pitch with some control, I like him a ton. So at 7,500, if he was 8,500, Stevie, wouldn't be playing him at all. At this price, though, um, he does have some strikeout upside. I, I, I'm willing to roll the dice again. I wasn't yawning, I promise. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I do think Seattle, I always say this about Seattle, right? I think they're a very talented offense. Um, they're an offense that is extremely talented. 
and they can beat any pitcher, but they also strike out a lot. I mean, this is a team that strikes out a ton. So, I mean, if you're playing large field tournament stuff, you're trying to beat 40, 50, 60, 70,000 people in a tournament. I mean, Tuki Jason is a guy you get some exposure to. If you're playing like a single entry, three entry max, you probably don't get to him at all. Um, and you probably get to some of the Seattle bats because, I mean, Tuki Jason does give up home runs. He is hittable. When he's on, he could strike out six, seven, eight, nine of these guys. So, I mean, he he has some upside. He really hasn't put together a good game because of the walk issues. You start walking Seattle, man, they have so much power throughout this lineup that, I mean, they could beat you. So while I do have some interest in Toussaint and large field stuff, I have a lot of interest in the Seattle bats today. I think this is a great spot. Tukey continues to struggle with command. We saw this with Atlanta when he was a, a top end prospect. You know, he was touted as one of the better prospects for a long time there, it felt like. And just struggle with command. This is a team that will punish you. Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Teoscar Hernandez, Mike Ford, Ken Zone. They have power throughout this lineup. So Seattle, I think, is a really sneaky stack. You're getting them on the road. You're guaranteed nine. Um, I like Seattle a lot today. Oh, I also like Seattle. I, I don't I don't disagree with anything you said. And and really, that's the deal with Seattle all season, Stevie. Like the power is there. Just just will they hit the ball today? Right? That's 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 what they we're don't even to... know that though, Will. Right. They don't they don't wake up knowing they're gonna hit or not. Yeah, will, will they hit the ball today? And so I'm with you. I, I still think Tukey has value at seventy five hundred. Um because I think the strikeouts are there. Once again, we just need him to not give up timely hits and walks, and he can get there. But I'm equally interested to see how offense uh, because of the the upside that, that they possess. I, I think I think both sides are are good today. And that's the interesting thing about baseball. Like, hedging is good, in my opinion. I'm, you can't hedge everything, but like a spot like this where Tucson could get nine strikeouts or this team could touch him up for ten runs, I think you take both sides here. Um, White Sox bats, any interest in the White Sox against no. Castillo? No. no. Yeah, I I mean, I'm with you. We know that like um, Jimenez was put on paternity leave. We don't know if he'll be back or not for this game. I assume he'll be back for this game, but we'll, we'll see. Because um, I flew – I assume that like he flew – Back to Chicago in this game. They're back in Chicago, so like he might be in the lineup here. But, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Castillo. I have a ton of respect for Castillo. No real interest in, the, um, in this spot for the White Sox. We got Boston at Houston, nine total in this game. The Astros, a 130 favor. We got Paxton and Christian Javier. Um, Derek in chat says, Squirrel Patrol took down second with the Seattle stack last night. Yes, I wanted to, to give a congratulations to John taking down second place in the DK Live yeah. final. Um, 600K is, on this one, too. Yeah, Team RG and Squirrel Patrol has been absolutely crushing uh, this season. So, uh, yeah. low-key top five DFS player of all time. So, yeah, I, I don't even know if it's low-key anymore. For a long time, just, just absolutely has crushed. And, so, and, congratulations. And the thing about Squirrel, too, like he goes to these live finals – He's taking some type of big payday home. Like, very rarely does Squirrel come back empty-handed. Like, he's second, third, fourth. He's top ten most of these things. Bring him home over half a mil last night. That's – I'll take that any day of the week. 
with a Seattle stack against Framber Valdez. Uh, kudos to you, man. Um, your kahunis are bigger than mine. <laughs> um, any interest in Paxton against Houston here? No. I Look, man, I'm just not attacking Houston right now. This team's been hitting pretty well, you know, and, and it's mostly because they're getting healthy. Stevie, don't look now. My boy Michael Brantley starting to take some batting practice. Oh, boy. This offense is really going to take off. I just need to go ahead and order my Michael Brantley jersey now. And I'm not even a Houston fan. I'm just a Michael Brantley fan. So, uh, yeah, but I'm not playing Paxton today. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Paxton. Um, you know, Houston's third WRC plus against left-handed pitching this season. They have one of the lowest strikeout rates in, in baseball against left-handed pitching this year. And honestly, they're just – a very right-handed heavy offense. Um, so I, I think this is a bad spot for James Paxton. So I know like Kyle Tucker, I, I know he was banged up over the weekend and stuff. Um, I think it was like illness or something like that is what I remember reading. I, I did like, I did like a quick sweep before the show. Um, having XM on Sunday nights, like backing up to this, I, I got to say hi to my wife, you know, uh, let her know that I, I still um, here. <laughs> so, um, Christian Javier against my my Red Sox here. The Red Sox dealing with a couple injuries right now as well. Duran and Cassis is banged up. Um, Duran, I think he like hit his or hurt his toe or something on Sunday and left the game. And then Cassis had some like tooth thing um, with an infection. And anybody that's had any kind of tooth infection, um, you know how much it sucks. Any interest in Christian Javier here? I, I don't know if I want to do it, Stevie. Like, so Javier's been all over the place to me this season. Here's one of the things that really hasn't changed, though. He's still giving up all these hits. He's giving up runs. And I, I know Boston's dealing with, like, some issues, right? But – like Javier's nowhere near where he was last season in terms of strikeouts. It's just at 20% over the last 30 days and 21% of the season, still struggling with lefties. I, I don't know if this is the spot, man. I, I, and he's 7,100 and I get it. Like this is, if this is Javier from last year, he's 9K in this spot. He's way too cheap for his previous upside i think where he is right now though this is just right i'm afraid javier gets run over i, I don't want to do it i don't think he has more more strikeout upside than tukey in this spot believe it or not i don't think he has it yeah it's so weird this is a, a guy that had a 30 33 k rate last year and it's dipped yeah. under it dipped under 22 percent um he's given up more fly balls he's been giving up a ton of fly balls lately too like his last 30 days his fly ball rates they're 53% with 53% hard hits. Um, so uh, I don't I don't like Javier. My favorite pitcher on the slate is in this price range. We haven't talked about him yet. We'll get there. Um, but I have someone in this price range that I absolutely love today. Uh, so I don't have any interest in Christian Javier today. Kind of like the Red Sox bats. I mean, I just said, like, this guy's been giving up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact. And, you know, Rafael Devers, you can kind of, Say, hey, I'm going to play Devers, Duvall, Yoshida, and then just build around that, like, stack. But, yeah, I have a ton of interest today um, in the Red Sox. 
Yeah, don't hate Verdugo here. He's a guy that's not going to strike out a ton. Um, you know, the other thing about Javier too, Stevie, the walks over the past month too, like especially the lefties, 14%. He's 12% to righties over the past month. But just he's having obviously having some control issues when the walks are coming up, I mean, mid-double digits. So you're talking about, you know, guys like Devers, Yoshida, um, and uh, and Verdugo, those three bats alone could make him pay early. Like they could run the pitch count up on him very early if he's having if he's having some issues. Um, Duvall, I know, is going to swing three and swing free, and we know Trevor Story is going to swing free. But these guys still have the power to knock it out of the park. So uh, I, I like Boston as well. I do kind of want to see where where they end up with some of the lineup construction. But I, I think Boston's a good team to target today. They're in Houston. So, you know, like, once again, they're going to get the, the ninth inning, the bat around again. So could could see some nice upside here. And hopefully they don't let me down. Hopefully this is a spot nobody's on them and they, they come through for us. Uh, Houston bats against Paxton. What are your thoughts here on the Houston bats? Yeah, definitely like Houston. I think, I think Houston is a spot, Stevie, where the Paxton name value may keep their ownership down. I, I feel like that's close to the case. We've seen Bregman. The only thing they're expensive, but Bregman at 5,500 hasn't been striking out a ton, obviously. Uh, Tuve at 6,400. He hasn't been striking out a ton. You know, you got uh, these guys at the bottom like McCormick. They just, they just got guys that are going to hit. And so I, I like this lineup um, a great deal. And I think I just want to – I want to I, I want to target um, Paxton because of the name value alone. I, I think it's going to keep the Houston ownership way down. Yeah, I'll say, like, if you look at Paxton's season-long numbers, um, you're going to be like, man, this guy's been really solid against right-handed pitching. But um, ever since he's come, kind of got hurt and came back this year – He's really struggled with right-handed hitters. I think I said right-handed pitching. I meant right-handed hitters. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely have interest in Altuve. Um, he's going to put the ball in play. Honestly, the guy that I probably like the least here is Bregman. He has been awful against left-handed pitching this season. Uh, Chaz McCormick has been great against lefties this year. Like, um, I wouldn't mind even one-offing McCormick. He's kind of in a weird price range where I don't think a lot of people get to him. But, I mean, Chaz McCormick, not like a household name, but he's been great against lefties this year. So very interested in him. Um, Jordan Alvarez, lefty, lefty. Don't hate it. Um, Paxton's kind of reverse splitsy anyway. So like he does typically will struggle with lefties from time to time. So yeah, I mean, Alvarez can hit home runs against anybody. Very interested in McCormick for Houston today. All right, we got Cincinnati at LA taking on the Angels. Nine total in this game. Um, I assume these games are going to play. I was looking and I couldn't find any news about them moving Monday's games. I know they moved Sunday's baseball games to Saturday uh, in a lot of places, but couldn't find any news on that. So we're just going to assume that they're playing here. We got Ashcraft against uh, Giolito in this one. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Will is gone. He said, I'm out. He said, I'm not doing the show anymore. He said, peace out. Uh, Graham Ashcraft at 8,500 here against the Angels. I think the price tag might be a little too steep here for Ashcraft. Um, I don't think he's necessarily a bad pitcher. Um, I mean, he's someone that definitely can go out and eat up some innings. He doesn't typically um, have a huge ceiling for strikeouts. Only one game in his last seven, um, over 20 fantasy points. So, I don't have a ton of interest in Ashcraft here. I do think like the Angels lineup overall is beatable, uh, but I don't know if this is necessarily a spot I want to play Graham Ashcraft. Lucas Giolito on the other side of this game. I mean, we know like when Giolito's right, like his upside is definitely high. He really hasn't pitched great um, since coming over to the Angels. I mean, this is definitely a Reds team that is extremely talented. We, we've been talking about them um quite a bit here but i mean there's still a team like because of all the young hitters they do strike out quite a bit so uh if you wanted to in large field tournaments take some shots on giolito i think that ownership definitely plays a factor into taking some shots here on giolito so if you see that like the projected ownership for giolito is down and you want to take some shots on him here it's like a boom bust spot there's strikeouts in this lineup, but there's a lot of solid um, hitters in this lineup, a lot of power. Uh, Will, I talked about Ashcraft and Giolito. Any interest in either one of these guys? Yeah, Giolito at 9,300, I definitely th- think he has some, some upside here. Now, you know, we've seen him, you know, be a mixed bag as well this season, but we've also seen Cincinnati, especially recently, Steve. We've been striking out a ton. And so at 9,300, I think he's got enough upside to get us 25 fantasy points. 25 DraftKings points. I, I think that's um, something he can absolutely do. Um, in terms of Ashcraft at 8,500. So for Ashcraft, the strikeouts haven't been there. He's just had a long leash. I'm probably less likely to play Ashcraft than I am to play Giolito. Like Giolito, I'll absolutely play. Ashcraft, he, he probably sits on the shelf for me. Yep. Um, see, we're on the same page and Will didn't even know it because he uh disconnected. So there you go. Yeah. Uh Cincinnati Bats against Giolito. I mean, when Giolito's off, um, I mean he's beatable. There's I mean, the Reds are like one of those teams where like they have upside. So if you want to yeah. stack them, I mean you go ahead and stack them. Uh is this necessarily the best spot in the world? No. Um, but I mean they're they're kind of in that like mid-tier price range now. They're not like overly expensive. They have some cheap bats in the lineup. Um, what are your thoughts on the Reds bats? Oh, he lagged out again. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for me on the Reds, like I said, they're not overly expensive. They're kind of middle of the road. I mean, one-offs for them, 
I feel like the one-offs is where it gets interesting. Um, Will Benson's cheap at 3,300. Um, and Carson Strand is 3,400 at first base. So you got to kind of decide where you, whether or not you're going to play him or Votto in a, in a Cincinnati stack. But if you're one-offing, uh, I don't mind looking at some of these um, cheaper bats. L.A.J. Cruz uh, obviously gives you a lot of upside. So base-wise, Matt McClain gives you a lot of upside with power and stolen base upside. So a lot of different ways to approach the Reds lineup. Um, if Fairchild is back in the lineup, I highly doubt he will be for what it's worth. Um, he potentially a value play, but he um, he left Sunday's game um, and is in the concussion protocol. So I highly, I highly doubt he plays in this game. Um, and then Jake Fraley is in surgery or going into surgery and he's going to be out uh, with a toe injury. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you want to stack the reds, you could take some shots on here. Um, the lineup could be, could be really bad. Could give a lineup, you could get a lineup vote here to Giolito. Yeah, it was, it was bad uh, on the previous slate, Stevie, very bad. Like we saw Ryu who has been struggling since coming back. I think Ryu had seven or eight strikeouts in that game. Uh, against this bad lineup. So I, I'm expecting G Little to give us something similar. I will say I have cleared up my issue. I disconnected from my real Wi-Fi, Stevie. I am now my mobile hotspot with Verizon Wireless, and it won't drop, okay? So I don't <laughs> Spectrum Cable is just – I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. But I'm on my mobile hotspot. We'll be good the, the rest of the way. Anybody um, really, that has Spectrum gets it. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't really want to play Cincinnati bats. I I think I'm just going to stick with Giolito and kind of let that be it. Uh, any interest here in the Angels bats? Uh, I I don't mind Otani. Like this is a guy that's just going to continue to rake uh, all season. Um, I, I do think you know Ashcraft is going to give up some hits. He's also going to have a ton of ground balls. Uh, I don't feel like this is a team that I want to just load up on anyway. I have been tracking Mike Mustakis. For what that, for what it's worth, he is you know he has been hitting better. He is a cheap cheap first baseman, Stevie or third baseman that I will consider uh, because he's very cheap today, and I, I I like the fact that his his hitting has been improving. Um, but Otani and Mustakas are kind of the guys I, I like. The price on Moniac has come down. Um, he's back to forty one hundred. I think you could do a little like three man here. Yeah, I like uh, it with. Otani, Maniac, and then use like Mustakis as like the value guy to, you know, kind of make it all work. So um, that's kind of how I would approach the the Angels in this spot. Yeah. Um, moving on, we got Kansas City at Oakland, eight and a half total in this game. We have Davidson and Blackburn facing off against each other. Uh, Will, any interest here in, oh no, it's Marsh. Right, I think it's yeah, March. March. Um, March. Mm-hmm. But it, it'd be it'd be an opener situation. Like Davidson might open for March. Um, any interest here in March in this like reliever role? He's been throwing four or five innings. Um, good matchup. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like this is an interesting one for me, Steve, because it is a good spot, and uh, at you know at fifty eight hundred. I mean, Marsh, Stevie, he he can pick up fifteen to twenty here. Like I, 
I like him at 5,800. He's definitely another guy in relief that we need. I trust him more than the 4K pitcher because I've seen his body of work over the season. And he's getting a rough team today. I I, I trust him a lot more than I trust, you know, uh, Rom. So at 5,800, I'm in against, against Oakland. And, uh, yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind taking some shots here on Marsh. I prefer, I'd probably play the 4k guy better. Um, but yeah, uh, any interest here in Paul Blackburn? I like Blackburn, Stevie 7k, um, a guy that has a leash. So, you know, when I'm playing cheap guys, I, he, he doesn't have to have all the strikeout stuff in the world. Although Blackburn does have some, right. And this, this lineup should give him an opportunity to pick up some. I think he gets four or five here. What I like is typically his leash is long. Now, I know he was facing St. Louis, and he, he got through seven innings and then just pulled him at 86 pitches. I get it. He's still already given up six hits and a walk, right? But typically he's a guy that's going to be high, mid to high 90s and, and able to get over 100 pitches. You're giving me that against Kansas City in Oakland? I love it. I'm in Favorite pitcher on the slate for me. I said there's a guy in this range that I really like today. Paul Blackburn, point per dollar, is my favorite pitcher on the slate today. Love, love, love this spot. He's been pitching phenomenal here recently. Uh, he, I think he's only allowed like two home runs in his last five starts, and he's been pitching great. He's had some tough matchups and pitched well in them. So he's had some good matchups and easier matchups as well. But, I mean, this is a matchup where – I mean, I keep saying Kansas City's a bottom five WRC plus team. They strike out a bunch. Um, yeah, they have upside. They have a lot of young hitters that have upside. Uh, but when you look past that upside, you see low walk rates, decently high strikeout rates. And, I mean, this is a spot spot that Paul Blackburn at 7K can put up 20, 25 plus. So, um, yeah, ton of interest in Paul Blackburn today. Um, I, was, I was really excited, too, that, like, I, I saw prize picks had some projections out for pitcher strikeouts already. Blackburn wasn't one of them. Um, I was, I was so excited, but um, Man, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get in the pick em streets. Well, I tried. My assumption is he's four and a half probably comes in at prize picks at five. All right. Well, I, I like, I like the over or the more, more than four and a half on him. Yeah. That's the one. So um, bats, Kansas city bats, any interest here in the Royals? I'm going to pass today. Yeah, I think if I was playing Royals, I'd sack them and just hope you have an upside game. But I'm, I'm not getting them in a three-inch max today. I have a slight, slight interest in the Oakland bats today, Will. Um, I mean, I get, like, this whole Tucker Davidson is going to be a lefty starting, and we might lose in that bat against the right-handed pitcher. But, I mean, Oakland still – has some sneaky value here. There's, I mean, Seth Brown is 3,600. Kemp is 34. He can steal bases and get on base. Um, I mean, yeah, we lost a couple of these like cheaper guys to the IL that we were we were liking to, that we were liking here for a little while. But yeah, I mean, I, I think Oakland's interesting. Butler's still 2.2K. Um, hit leadoff over the weekend. I saw a lineup alert and saw Butler in the leadoff spot. Love that. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is definitely a spot. Roker gets the at bat against the the lefty to start the game. Uh, Zach Geloff is someone that's been hitting well. Like, there's upside in this Oakland lineup. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it for sure. Um, like you said, there's just there's going to be opportunities. 
Um, Butler, 2,200, like you said, I, I don't hate him. Um, even even Ruiz, Stevie, I know that, you know, this is a guy earlier this season, we were probably playing a lot more, but he still got the speed. If he gets on, steals are available. So um, I, I don't hate mixing him in with some of these other guys. Um, I'm, I, I don't want a full stack Oakland, but I think, you know, two or three mans, definitely in the cards. Ruiz has 48 stolen bases on the season. Um, I remember at a point DraftKings just wouldn't raise this price, and I, I think I played him every day, every yeah. day for like weeks. So yeah, all right, it's got still my... worth it. He gets a walk, he can steal two. It's oh, literally yeah. still worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Miami at San Diego, no total in this game. We got Johnny Cueto against Blake Snell. Um, any interest here in Cueto? No. Yeah, no. Low strikeout pitcher against a low strikeout offense. Uh, no thanks. I'll pass. Um, Blake Snell getting a matchup here with the Marlins. Um, any interest in Blake Snell? I like Blake Snell. I'm not as in love with him as I would have been if we didn't have some of these mid-tier options on the slate for what it's worth. But this is the guy that could bury you on the slate. I'm in. All right, Will. You know me. You, we've been doing a lot of shows together for a long time. You know I like to take stands, um, especially in three-entry max stuff. My stand today is going to be Blake Snell. I think I'm going to fade Blake Snell today. Um, I have reasons. Miami is a top-10 offense against left-handed pitching. They're very sneaky good uh, against lefties. Blake Snell's been struggling a little bit. He went on that stretch where he was pitching phenomenal for like a, a month, month and a half. But he's been struggling a little bit. I mean, Berger came over. Bell is good against left-handed pitching. Solaire is just absolutely crushing left-handed pitching. So when I'm looking at – I mean, I think Blake Snell is going to be massive chalk today too for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, when I'm thinking of, like, ownership and, like, Blake Snell just being Blake Snell, his strikeout rates are down. His walks are back up. Like, you know, we saw there for a while, like, the walks seem to be a little better – but, I mean, he just can't throw strikes. He's been giving up home runs. A chalky Blake Snell against an offense that's actually decent against left-handed pitching. I think people just get excited for the matchup and seeing the Marlins' name. And instead of just realizing, like, hey, this team actually is solid against left-handed pitching. So, well, I know. Um, Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. I Once again... I'm not as excited because I think the mid-tier options are great today. So I'm not going to be like way overexposed to Blake Snell. What I will say is Blake Snell has kind of had some of the teams that I just have avoided this season. Now he did pitch well against Texas, but like he's gone on a stretch of Texas, the Dodgers, Arizona, and Baltimore. And then today he's getting Miami. Like, so I, I think I still play him because of the upside, but I'm not going to be overexposed if that if that makes any sense. Like, and and I, I guess I'm with you. Like, if Snell comes in at forty percent, I'm just going to hit the X button like immediately. If he's twenty five, I'm still in for what it's worth. All right, let's uh, let's talk some bats here, Miami bats. Um, I actually have some interest here. Like again, Blake Snell's been struggling. Like Solaire has been one of the best hitters in baseball against left-handed pitching. Yeah, you know, all everyone, season, too. This didn't yeah. just start. All season. I mean, I I am a huge Jake Berger fan. I think he is a very, very underrated hitter in general. So um, I could see myself using a little three-man Marlin stack here. If Blake Snell is getting, like you said, if he's getting, like, 40% ownership, 
I could see you making like a four-four type of stack and using like a Marlins four-man stack um, and building out like a half-end um, Marlins stack. So I think there's upside in this lineup, and I think that if Blake Snell is going to be chalk, I might take advantage of you know trying to see if it'll work out for me. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Miami's been good, and I think you know, Stephen, they've been trying to get the right pieces. You go and get Luis Arias. You go. They've got Soler. The, the young guys have still kind of been striking out some, but they built it with some old guys. They went and got Yuri Gurriel. They went and got, um, oh man, they had the uh, the shortstop G Segura. And I think I think they actually uh, denied the trade for Segura, so I think he might actually still be there. But my point is, they just went and got some veterans that can kind of give them some culture. This team's been hitting hitting well. Um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm I'm in on some mini Miami stacks for sure. And still, again, I says now because we're still in August, but like we're we're getting closer and closer to the end of the season. Like these series where, like the wild card battle, like the Miami Marlins are like legitly in the wild card battle. Um, yeah. they're obviously not winning the NL East. The Braves are nope. very safe <laughs> there, but they are very much in the battle for the wild card here um and i mean the padres are on the outside looking in right now so like if the marlins can go get two or three games here against san diego it's huge for them so yeah um padres bats i mean i love picking on johnny cueto um so yeah sign me up uh for some padres here yeah get ready for your bag of disappointment but i like Juan soto i like tatis grisham cronenworth give me manny machado like they should be able to get hits off of uh, Cueto, for sure. It's whether or not the runs come. And so I'm, I, I'm in on this team. Hasean Kim's been leading off. He's been hitting really well leading off uh, since they moved him to that position, Stevie. So I, once again, I, I like this team. Gary Sanchez has been good. Uh, 3,900, I think I think he's in consideration for you know for a guy we added to our stacks as well. And not too expensive. Love San Diego. Can they score the runs today? Let's hope. Also, like the it's the flip side of the conversation, right? Like if you're the Padres, you sweep the Marlins here. You're you're not back in it, but you're back in it, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So um Johnny Cueto has allowed seven home runs over his last four starts. Like he has allowed multi-home runs in three of his last four games. This is a fantastic spot to attack Johnny Cueto. Uh, again, I, I'm with Will. Um San Diego Padres. Will they yeah, show up? Get, Get ready for the pain. Um, <laughs> get ready for the pain. But yeah, I, I think this is a it's an interesting game overall. Um, be really interested to see what the total of this game comes out to. Yeah. All right, Texas Arizona is where we finish up here on this Sunday night for this Monday podcast. Uh, nine and a half total in this game. Rangers are one forty five favorite. We got Montgomery and um, Cincinnati. Um, I, I'm never going to get this guy's name right, but he's pitching for Arizona today. He's number 43. He's going to try to throw strikes. Um, <laughs> any interest here in Jordan Montgomery? No. And I know Arizona has been hitting well, but I'm just, I, I'm not going to fool myself into uh, tricking to play in Arizona. I'm not playing Jordan Montgomery at 9,800. I don't care what he did against the Angels. Like, I, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Montgomery. I don't have a ton of interest in Ciccone either. Um, he's, I mean, this is a this is a game that I think you could game stack. I think there's a lot of potential for runs in this game. Um, the the uh, okay, I say that I definitely like the Arizona side way more than the Texas side. I I mean, 
or the Texas side way more than the Arizona side. I think the problem with Jordan Montgomery is just the price. Um, I know he's coming off a phenomenal game against the Angels, but I hate thinking about this price for Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, that's um, the Angels. So, talk, but like picking on Chacone here with Texas, man, I feel like this is a Ooh. great spot for the Texas bats. Oh, yeah. Love Texas here. Sign me up for Seager. Sign me up for Simeon, who's back under 6K now. You know, Garcia's been hitting well. And then they've still got the cheap guys, Stevie. So they've still got Jaykowski. They've still got Grossman. Like, they've, they've still got some of these cheap guys that are in there. I like this spot for Texas. I'm just – Texas and, and, and the Braves, we don't have to fool ourselves. They're good hitting teams. You can play them against anybody. You take them on a slate like this one, Stevie, which I think they'll get some ownership tonight for what it's worth, for what it's worth. But, you know, they're still the last game of the night. Perhaps their ownership's a little bit lower than the Braves. I'm in. Uh, Arizona Bats, I mean, I definitely respect Montgomery. Um, I I think that, like, if you want a one-off Christian Walker, he's just yes. crushing left-handed pitching this season. Um, Fam is 4K, gives you some nice value. I don't think I'm stacking against Montgomery. I, I said I had interest, but it's more of Montgomery's price than anything else. So, yeah. And imagine, Stevie, this year Christian Walker's 5,400. I don't know if people realize this, but for the past couple seasons, we've been playing Christian Walker for like 3K. So this is this is incredible. 28, 28 home runs. Like he's almost yeah, at 20 home run club. So yeah, this is this is incredible. All right, let's play the morning grind game, yes. and we'll get out of here because um, I need sleep. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Tuki Tucson. I like it. Um, we all know who I'm going with, Paul Blackburn. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me Jordan Montgomery. I go James Paxton. Tough spot for my boy today. Um Tough spot in Houston. Over 4,000 to go yard. Who's hitting a home run today? Uh, I don't. I hate the ballpark, Stevie. But, man, come on, Arenado. Like, let's go, man. Nolan Arenado, St. Louis Cardinals. Don't burn me today. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you want it to happen for sure. Give me Corey Seager. Um, yep. I, I he's one of my favorite hitters on the slate today. Over four under 4K, uh, not over 4K, under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Give me this is my tough one today. I think I'm gonna stick with how I've been feeling. Give me Mike Mustakis at 3200. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Um yeah, get I'm gonna go to Tyler O'Neill um to get two hits today. Yep, I like it. Uh stack score six or more runs. Who do you got? Man, we got a lot of options today. I'm going to go with you know what? God, I'm gonna dread this, Stevie. I'm dreading it already. Give me St. Louis. Oh yeah, I mean, Cardinals are in a good spot, so they're probably gonna score two runs. Um, 
<laughs> and I can say that we have so many uh, oh, Cardinals fans that hang out. So. I am gonna say I'm gonna. I mean, my hot take today. Um, I'm gonna go to the Miami Marlins against Blake Snell. They're gonna get like six it. runs today, so um, could easily fail. If I wasn't taking the Marlins, Seattle was my other answer. Um, I really like the Mariners today. So, um, yeah. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. Everybody well, – yeah, well, actually, yes. Everybody continue to enjoy baseball season. Um, but we're about to have a real melting pot of events. NHL will be back soon as well. So, a lot of things are going to be happening all at once. College football, NFL – NBA, so just man, enjoy it, guys. We're about to be in a a, a real nice nice uh, segment of time for sports. Yeah, I mean NASCAR playoffs about to get rolling. Um, yeah. Like I said, Daytona season finale, excited for that. But yeah, football season right around the corner. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us this afternoon, you can hang out with both of us. Chief has take your pick them at 4 30 eastern and then i'll be on grinders live today with dean and tim at 5 eastern so go go to take your pick them give that man some love he's in he's in here twice a week most weeks uh breaking down slates with me so go help him out and uh hit that hit that subscribe button so appreciate everyone for hanging out hope you have a fantastic day fantastic i hope monday is fantastic for you yeah. If you're listening right now and you're live with us, I go to bed and just know that you're going to wake up and have a fantastic day tomorrow. So that's going to wrap it up. Have a good one. We'll see you again tomorrow.